welcome. Maybe we'll start it like that. Welcome everybody to the Making Enemies podcast. We'll put a parentheses and question mark around the name of the podcast. Um, I am Chris. With me uh, from here on out will be Russ. Hello. And Dave. Hi. And we're going to just bullshit about stuff that we like. And uh, I'm not sure we have much more of a game plan than that for this show. This is the fourth or fifth time. No, that's pretty oh, much it. See, I didn't get it back. Beer. I didn't get a beer. Fuck. What well, is wrong with you? We have to start over. You are not a Boy Scout. No, he is like not prepared. No, I'm out now. He just I'm, shows I'm up. Running and... dry. I'm dry on this one. How is that possible? This is the fourth or fifth time we've started uh, a pod. This is our that fourth is, or fifth that is first true. episode. I guess that's you could true. say. Couple, couple practice test test runs. This is episode um, one, part 45. Yeah. yeah one, one, one V6. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> They're all so really like said, bad. That's why we keep restarting. NSFL. I mean, they're great, but they're bad. They're, yeah. Not for public consumption, maybe. <laughs> maybe of a certain quality. But um, like I said, we uh, will be covering lots of random stuff. Uh, that we like, uh, it might venture into sports. I don't know. It might venture into heavy metal music. I don't know. It'll probably be a lot of TV shows we're watching, movies we're gonna interested in seeing. I don't know. Talking about old movies that we really like. I don't know. Does that sound <laughs> I fair? This, I thought this was like a like a review of, of like a Russ STD podcast. Is this way <laughs> you have to catch an STD before every episode That's and then right. do a review and of it's it? It's even worse than a COVID party. <laughs> Is that why you want to do a- remote? <laughs> you were too worried <laughs> yeah, about that? Wanna- you might catch it. Yeah, we're trying to keep a good social distance as we are one of the many podcasts jumping into the um, COVID podcast pool at this point. So we're all recording remotely from our homes in various states of creation uh, huh. and undress. That's it. That's my intro. That was my spiel. Good Feel shit. free to add. Yeah. That's about the uh, long and short of it. Yeah, that was the probably a couple minutes too long of it. Would be my guess. <laughs> we um, are the worst podcast begins now. Well, I'll do like a sound drop when you say that. I'll see if I can like do like a like a radio hit, like a Z Morning Zeus thing. Yeah. We need drops. We um, need like drops as we go. I got to pull all these fucking sound clips. Ugh, yeah, gosh. eventually. You know, I want to, otherwise I'll just do all the fart sounds myself. Gotta get a producer. <laughs> gotta get a producer in here. Um, So we thought we would start this show um, by covering something sort of general to give the listener out there a sense of kind of who we are and the types of things we're into. Um, we're going to be talking about TV shows that we like. Um, specifically our top three shows of all time. We thought we'd jump right into it. Uh, thank you. Um, and, and just sort of go over our, our top three lists. Um, and I guess to kind of set the tone a little bit, um, you know, past couple of months, we've all been home a lot. We've been watching probably more TV like everybody else has. Um, so that's kind of what led us here into talking about TV shows. Everyone's got like a list of, oh, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. I got to watch that. Um, have you guys been watching 
more shows since quarantine started, more TV in general, less, I, you know, where, how have you come in on this? Uh, it has to, for me, it has to be more. Because it, I mean, prior to this, I would, there's more random reasons of being out, out of the house, whether it's work related, um, meeting friends in the city after work or, or music for me personally, it has definitely in, increased a lot. Now I can't say it's increased the amount of good content that I've watched, but I've had more screen time. He watches mostly the, friends. Uh, so. I mean, we pretty much only watch Hallmark Christmas movies year round <laughs> right here. That would be great. Oh, if you were, do you ever, God, do you ever hear the show <laughs> friends? It's so funny. So <laughs> funny. Number two oh, no. on I was my gonna list. Say, like Growing Pains is like I just started watching that. You guys yeah. heard of the show? It's called Growing Something. Yeah, there's a guy <laughs> named Boner on it. It's really funny. Really funny. Is that true? Yeah, you never. No. What? What? Growing Growing Pains. There's a character oh, named Boner. That, on... that stupid, like nerdy dude. Yeah, it's like one of one of Kirk Cameron's friends. His name is Boner. Oh, didn't didn't he have kind of like a later in life? Like drug problem, like me. Come I definitely English. didn't follow the follow no, the uh, career no, not, of Boner. His name's not Boner. <laughs> no, was not that Boner? His name was like, what was his name? Erection. His boner. name was Erection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. it was Erection. Uh, I was way off there. Uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, Russ, get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Screech. His name was Screech. No, what was no? That, that wasn't growing pains. What was that show? Saved by the Bell. Jesus. Saved by the Bell. Gosh. That was Screech. Screech. He became a porn star. His boner. Yeah. That's where I. Okay. All right. So clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. Clearly. Let's. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Russ, what about you, man? Have you been watching a lot more TV and movies? Like a lot more TV shows? I was. um, Probably nothing good, though. I mean, I was. I kept trying shows (laughs) out and. And bailing on them after like one episode, like a lot of these Netflix shows, like Cursed. Uh, what the fuck's that other one? There's the the one with Katie Sackoff, who's like a sci-fi show on Netflix. I bailed after one episode. Uh, can't think of any others now. So obviously they're no, have are not memorable at all. Yeah, incredibly forgettable TV shows. Especially when I think about when I was thinking about this list, we're gonna go over. I'm like, this is why I can't watch those shows because I'm I'm used to like this shit to like amazing TV. You're so I'm not gonna watch right? Cursed. I'm not gonna sit there and watch Cursed with some or oh oh um Warrior Angel, right? Or Warrior Nun. Sorry, Warrior Nun was on Netflix also. How <laughs> much? I'm sure Dave was all about this. <laughs> Warrior Nun. Compared to a, a movie exercise. This exercise feels like a your selection is more narrowed. Like movies, you it's there's a chance of having a broader variety of no overlap. I feel like this one, it's my prediction here is there a lot. There's a lot of overlap on this top top three list, which would be amazing because it's only three, uh, and of all the TV shows, of I mean, the only stipulation I made was no comedy. Um, so. So I feel like that's kind of a different genre than anything else. But uh, right. 
I would actually, I would find, I feel like it would be easier to come up with a top three list of comedies than I don't know non-comedy TV shows. I feel like me and Chris would have zero laugh, you know. E- guaranteed. We might have an overlap in this one either. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know I think I know one that's going to be on your list. Uh Dave, I'm not <laughs> sure. I think I know one that's going to be on your list. We might have an overlap. Russ, I'm not sure if we will. I think Russ and I are going to have there's two, two out of three. Of three for sure. Oh man. Probably. I think. Uh, I kind of I kind of blew my load when I sent you a, a certain email about <laughs> a TV show. Growing pains. It was a, it was a, Chris already forgot. It's a week. It was a week ago. <laughs> I no, mean, I've, tip my hat or blow my load. I kind of just use ubiquitously for anything now. <laughs> Sorry, I meant tip my hat. <laughs> blow my load. <laughs> Didn't mean to blow my load there, but I gave you all the clues in the world. <laughs> that reminds, that's why Dave did. That's why Dave doesn't wanted the SDD podcast. <laughs> I might blow my load everywhere. Re- remote only. <laughs> as far away as possible. <laughs> tell, this, I just I forgot I put my name as wet lips podcast. on the Zoom call. <laughs> oh boy. I'm not really making myself look too good. Well, I well hold on now. Like what defines a TV show? Is it does it have to have multiple series for it to qualify? Or is it like a an HBO seven part thing in that like a TV show? What justifies the show element of this? Can this be like, oh, it was a seven-episode thing on HBO, or is this like we're on season five of something? And that I think it to me, it's a it's a show that had multiple seasons. I mean, if you really wanted to say one of your shivers was ever, and it was only two seasons, and you wanted to try to justify right. as one of the greatest shows right. ever, for example, you could try for to example, do that. All right, for example, this is not on my list. Like Firefly, for example, would not qualify. Is that what you are? You could say it, but yeah. we would annihilate you. Yes, instantly. <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> right. One season. I mean, cannot be the greatest. One season of out of order, order okay. episodes that never actually aired the finale episode. Or like not, not specific. Or like there's things where they're like a finite thing. You know. I mean, you could if you make a limited com- you series. Make a- I don't think qualify either. What? Def- what is? I mean. What is in like, that category like, for like you? Tiger King would be on my number one, right? But that, so that wouldn't qualify, though, right? Right, right. No, I'm sorry, that's off limits. <sighs> that one's off limits. Sorry. Yeah, I'd say no. I'd say no. Yeah, um, like like Russ said, you probably in, in order for it to be anybody's top shows, like on your top list of shows, you need a body of evidence from which to draw. Like you need. Like sustained, consistent quality. Sure. All right. So then, where would? Okay, so you're man, telling me like, to be quiet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Chris, Chris. <laughs> Chris is doing right, the Matumbo, so would, the Matumbo would, finger. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, where would season one of True Detective fit in some sort of like list? Unless you love season two or whatever, I, I think you'd have not. to you'd have to weigh it against all the, the other two seasons for okay. it, and then to see if you thought it could get to that level or not. Like if you yeah. didn't like really like the other two seasons, but you love season one, would it would it still make your favorites? To me, it would it wouldn't, even though I like I do really like season two. Season three was really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if you guys watched it. 
the one with Mershali. I watched the first yeah. couple of episodes. I think I, I I agree with Russ. Like, wow. we're not doing what's your favorite given season of any show. Like you would say, and I might be blowing my load here, but you could say <laughs> <laughs> season four of The Wire, <laughs> and then season three of The Sopranos. You know, and put that up against season one of True Detective, and now you can kind of make those comparisons, but. If you say my favorite show is True Detective, that means you stand by the idea of all three seasons of True Detective that has exi- that have existed. Right? Yeah. Like the whole and, and thing to has to beat be a good. dead horse here, though. Like there are things where it's literally one season that's still awesome, that's amazing, as like this little capsule of an event. But that does not that's not a part of this exercise. Well, yeah, I mean, if you loved it that much, you could put it on your list, but we'll kill yeah. you. All right. Um, I mean, we, I think we kind of moved down our agenda a little bit, although I did want to ask. Dave's redoing his entire list right now. He's like, motherfucker. Firefly. <laughs> Scratching it out. Typing it, typing it up right now. Firefly. Arrested Development Season 2 crossed off. Um, is there Girl, anything three, that you have watched start to finish since quarantine i'm just like the point like like uh year zero is march 13th of 2020 like that's like that's what that's kind of where i'm basing this have you finished anything could be a season could be a whole series that you were just like obsessed with true detective season three i watched yeah not into it it didn't work for you went all the way to the end it was it was pretty terrible i watched the first two or three episodes and i was like oh this is very slow but i think it's good and then i didn't go back to it which is a habit of mine it doesn't like the story isn't as good uh the, the characters the main two main characters are not as interesting uh didn't do it for me i think that's the only one i'm i'm trying to think of the, that the you've only watched. Oh. sorry what like the only one that you've watched uh, either what you described was kind of like a new season of but chris it was yeah your that question, i hadn't like, seen before oh, okay Um, I feel like I have. Um, I, I, so I got caught up on Bosch, for example, and I really enjoyed oh, nice. getting caught up on Bosch. Yeah, I really like that show. Yeah, I really, really like the show. It's not going to be in my top three, but I looked forward to it, and it was really well written, and the dialogue is great, and the acting is great, and his daughter is super hot. Like, it was like, <laughs> you know. It's, the trifecta. It's, yeah, exactly. That's all you need. But it was. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Bosch. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like um, I actually, uh, about a year ago, I started a list of like, here are the movies. I, anytime someone said a movie that they're like, you should watch this, or I felt like, oh, I need to go see that. I just put it on my list. I did the same thing for TV shows. And over the past year, I've like started checking stuff off the list. So TV wise, since March, I watched the first season of, and only season of The Outsider, right, on HBO. Right. Um, that show Devs was on FX on Hulu. Hmm. Chris um, is reminding me of all the ones I watch now. Right. So you're all, that's what I'm trying to set you up here. Uh, so Devs, which was on FX, that had that was like the Alex Garland show. Um, yep, watched, watched but, it. The Witcher I watched before quarantine. The Last Dance, which Oof. was the Michael Jordan documentary. Witcher. God damn it. Witcher was Talk about a show so like that bad. I was looking forward to, it and it was abominable. It was so bad. That show is very, very poor. Like that is a poor team. I think he's very good as that guy. Well, I couldn't yeah. finish it. I it couldn't so watch bad. anymore. Remember the episode I watched at your house, Dave? Yeah. That was yeah, the last yeah. one I seen. 
The Golden <laughs> Dragon one was the cringiest thing I've ever seen on television. I don't even think I saw that. Uh, um, <laughs> Golden Shower one I watched, but I didn't see the other Golden Dragon. That's, that's on the STD podcast. Um, and guys, DRC to STD. That's right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep plugging this show. The Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max is so good. All right, I gotta I'm watch it. You. I have not. So All funny. Right, I, I have to watch it. Okay. Yeah. So watch both seasons of that. So I've been trying to do my homework a little bit, although I have a lot left. I still haven't touched Mandalorian. I don't know if you guys have watched that season yeah, two just came I, out. I watched, I watched season, season one of it. One. Yeah. Hello, Mando. I mean, production's fine. It was fine. I don't know. It, I actually agree with Dave on this one. It's fine. Just fine. Very fine. It's very fine. It is. It right. is not. It's like another show I, I would consider completely overrated. I mean, I don't baby Yoda. Well, like fuck. I think the definition of an overrated show for us is Stranger Things. Yeah, right. I've you know like Russ sees it, and like obviously it has, it has hype along the level of. Uh, I go back to Tiger King. It goes back to this kind of like you go to the office and people are talking about it, right? Right. Um, and Russ, you watch. You're like, what is this shit? <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. Kind. I watched I mean, season one. It's not. And a, I tr- it's not. Yeah. Like you know, top ten or anything. But I had fun watching it. Let's go to the upside down. Over. If you want to do overrated shows, I'll do that. Any, yes, let's that do that pod anytime you but want. This uh, is this is like a wild card overrated shows. Here we go. Yeah. If you have a list, jump in because I did not prepare an overrated shows list. Yeah, I have seen did, Devs. Did I. Devs was pretty bad. Devs was, um, Devs was disappointing. Seriously uh, disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw Outsider, which again, I was also mildly disappointed in. Uh, it wasn't, it was not bad, it, but it was very, very slow moving. Like to the point where like, I was like keeping my eyes open in some episodes. Yeah. But. I liked Outsider. I read, yeah. I, th- I read I thought- the book and I really liked the book. So. That that's probably why you were like eh, about the show because you had all these like expectations built didn't in. You I had never... slow. Didn't you think it moved really slow though? It did. Yeah, it definitely did. It, it did not. It didn't need to be whatever it was ten. I I think it was a ten episode show. It could have been done in eight, six. Like you could have. I mean, done a... yeah, it moves slower than my bowels. Oh I mean, god! Yeah. Any show that does Jeez, that, I'm like, I'm wow. out. Yeah. Well, listen. I would imagine if you actually chat during. A show that would actually have a, a positive experience for you, and you and it may translate over to the actual show. If it, yeah, if a show gave me like such like stomach pains because I didn't like it so much, it would make me shit. I'd be like, I hate this show, but it makes me shit. Oh fuck! Oh. Keep watching. <laughs> Visual oh. fiber. Oh, best show ever. <laughs> this show is my laxative. <laughs> Lacks the TV. Right, yeah, Mando, Mando's overrated too, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess I just don't like many shows, but when <laughs> I do, I want to f- have sex with them. So <laughs> that's a different top three list. Of- the number one overrated show is Walking Dead. Oh, I agree with you. That show Who is. Who on boring. earth is still watching that show? Get out! How of is here. that still on? The comic How? book, the comic book has no. It, the comic book How? is endless, right? It just goes on forever. So like the so show is like we're a, doing that. It's a zombie soap opera. Those are the only. Those are the only kind it's of so content bad. that has no end. 
True. That's horrible. <laughs> but there was something about that show that was that became some sort of moment for people to it was cool to be into something that was like based on comics outside of the Avengers, perhaps like there was like this thing that you felt cool because you watched it. And so I, I have friends of mine. There's a crossover that you know, ner- nerds liked it and non nerds. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like I have friends of mine that would like roll their eyes at a conversation over name of the wind or way of or whatever. And like, this was like, they felt cool because whatever it was zombies and something unique. And there was something a little bit kind of edgy about it that they felt like cool associating their interests with. But God, the show well, fucking remember sucked. the first comic con I <laughs> went to with you. It was basically like the walking dead convention. I mean, it was yeah. like everywhere, giant banners everywhere at the comic con about the walking dead. It was like probably in like season two or three or something like that. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. There was, there was a moment right when that show was hitting where zombies were very much like the main thing, yeah. like the main dork thing at that moment, nerd, right? whatever over. stupid phrase you want to like terminology or however you want to classify it. Like vampires was just before it. And you had shows like true blood and dumb shit like that. And, and, and twilight and like vampires were that thing. And then we moved into zombies and literally every Russ was thing was all zombies. about true blood. <laughs> that seems like a big all that's another show that i like watched it and i'm like how do people watch this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> it was always right before game of thrones <laughs> in the first couple of seasons oh, it was sucky. true blood like before it started in like treme <laughs> after it started Remember, we used to watch the preview and laugh of the true blood episode, the upcoming oh, true blood episode. Yeah. What was, his name? what was what was like the southern accent and the and the guy's name? What was it? Bill. Bill. And so, the girl's name was Bill Sookie. was like the Civil War vampire. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, Sookie. <laughs> That's right. Remember that show Psych that was on? It was like a comedy, and they did like some riff on that, and I was dying. I was like, I should watch Psych, but I never did. They were like, get away from Sookie. She is mine. <laughs> That's basically every episode of that show. From what I remember, I did watch a couple seasons, and uh, it's basically that every single episode, from what I remember. Yeah. It's like Bill versus Skarsgård. Versus, they're all like fighting over this fucking butt, butterface chick who can read minds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all go through phases, you know? I can New read show. minds, butter, even though butter I have a butterface. mind killer. <laughs> I don't care that she's butt ugly up there. She has a great ass. <laughs> if they had that dialogue, I would have watched it. If Pacino was in True Blood, it would have been a different show. Pacino Vampire. The closest you ever got to Pacino Vampire was Devil's Advocate when he played actual <laughs> Satan. That was awesome. Can we talk about that? He's laughing on his ass off. Can, can we talk about that movie? <laughs> Do you like that movie? I love that movie. I love that movie. Come on, it's Charlize in it. It's so bad. It's so oh, bad. It's so, and bad. It's so much it's fun. so bad it's good. Yeah. That one Pacino is so in his Pacino-ness throughout the entire film. That last speech that he gives is so insane. Um <laughs> that's his like epitome of him going insane oh, so in a role. Good. 
so good. Screaming and yelling like a maniac. Yeah, it's like the role he was, well, he wasn't born to play that role. He just became that guy sometime in like the 80s. I don't yeah, know. And he Scarface never went back. Thing. He just like, <sighs> first he was like Michael, you know, like Corleone. He was like amazing. Then he's yeah. like Scarface. Serpico, Scarface. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> he's like, <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs the entire movie. <laughs> I'm the devil <laughs> oh man anyway one thing based on what we were talking about earlier and, and now I would love to do like the whole thing where like we do pick a series and then pick the season we like the most because that would be interesting because I bet you we all have different different ones and it would also be funny to go through like the most overrated list at some point. Yeah, for sure. I think that would be funny. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I think those are both, I think those are both really good. We'd have to make sure that for the first one, we've all watched the entire series of whatever that is. Right. And there's right. a handful, a handful of shows. I think that we've probably seen everything. Yeah, there is. But there might be like you two guys have watched Banshee or whatever. Oh, I just so never seen Banshee. Well, you're a fucking so, moron. Cause you need to watch it. So good. I know. I keep saying that. I'm not even sure it's on the list. I gotta put it on the list right now. Oh my god, I'm rewatching it at home right now. It's so fucking. I already watched all the good seasons though. The only one I haven't rewatched now is season four. Russ, I feel like you rewatch a lot. And that's not a negative. I feel like you have rewatched top shows, and and I haven't. And I'm kind of like I should. I keep saying, oh, I should rewatch whatever. You it's, seem to do that I a lot. I feel like it's a mentality. I feel like a, my, a lot of people do don't do that. Um, I've always enjoyed doing, I definitely did it more before streaming became big though. Yes. Because there's so much fucking content now. I'm always on to the next show, you know, but before that, like with DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, like I would rewatch series like all the fucking time. Russ, you're, you're a million percent right. I did the exact same thing when I, when it was all DVDs and you could get, you could borrow season three from somebody or you'd get it from Netflix or whatever. Um, you know, you had, or you owned whatever. Right. Yeah, like your friend the owned the entire box yeah. set of like a, this, some series you love and you'd be like, Oh, can I borrow that? And yeah. And then you were, you, you didn't have, you weren't absolutely snowed under with content at all times where every person in your entire life is like, here are five shows I think you need to watch. And all of a sudden there are 400 shows that you need to watch. And it's like, how could I ever engage in this new stuff? And then go back to the stuff that I know I enjoy and like kind of revisit that. Like there isn't, there simply isn't and, time. And a, a self-defense mechanism with that is where you start judging other people's opinions of shows. It's like, okay, if, if you just believed everyone you heard about what you have to watch, to your point, there'd be a million shows you have to go watch, right? So then you have to filter, right? So you start filtering it. It's like, right. I don't know. I think, I think, I think. Chris's opinion is dog shit. So I'm just not going to listen to anything he has to say or like, or whatever you start. That's not a hypothetical filtering. Right. You know, but, but then you, you, you overdo it and you start going, Oh shit, I should have watched something. You know, that's why I want the lit. Like if anybody ever listens to this and they figure out what we like, like that's how they judge it. You know, like my favorite show ever is this. And like yours is something else and yours is something else. And then they, they're like, wait, you know, Dave is the only one who knows what he's talking about. These other guys, I'll never watch that shit. <laughs> Everyone's so judgmental. 
I'm sure that's already happening. Even before it comes out. I mean, they clearly DuckTales is like the best series. DuckTales, woo! <laughs> God. I do love those old cartoons, though. I do. I'm going to find some way to get Boomerang one day or way some to watch like old Looney Tunes because I fucking love those things. So Looney Tunes is on HBO Max, apparently. I haven't gone into it, but like, there's a big library of Looney yeah. Tunes on HBO Max. I love them. They're so like you gotta you gotta understand like when they were made and like, because <laughs> uh, they're you know they're basically made for adults, right? Or very very smart children that were caught up on like the news. But it's it's also hilarious when like characters from the age come in. There's like there'll be like an animated Humphrey Bogart or something. <laughs> like when was yeah, this made? All the time. Right. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But I mean, just like Bugs Bunny is like an asshole. That's like the premise of the show. He's a fucking asshole who fucks with everyone he meets. <laughs> That's the premise of his character. That's why he's everyone's hero, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he was the bore out of his time. That's right. <laughs> he is. He's such a. It's like, you know, that old Seinfeld episode where they're at their Thanksgiving Day parade and Kramer's like, yeah, Woody Booker. I don't like him. And they're like, what? You don't like Woody Woodpecker? He's like, yeah, he's an instigator. <laughs> <laughs> That's the basic, like, from, yeah, behind Bugs Bunny. Um, should we, should we jump in it. to, to the shows? So yeah. I wanted to ask first, before we each got to our top three list, um, did we want to spend any time on honorable mentions? Now that might. You want to do it before or after? I, that's why I'm asking. So we could. Probably do it after, right? Because there may there there's, there's a chance of the of the honorable mention being on someone else's top three list, you know? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Do, I'd say do it after, and I would say based on time, I don't know where we're at now, but we might want to limit to like one honorable mention each or something. I don't know. Well, or well, two. I've or two. Lost one track two. of the time. We're probably around the penis o'clock mark oh, or so. Oh. So I don't know. Okay, yeah, let's see. do our list first. So. Okay. Uh, would one of you guys like to go I first? I think Chris should go first. Oh, okay. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm not, I, I make no apologies. This show was absolutely going to make my top three list. Although I, 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 I'm prepared to field the comments Lost is my number three what show of all time. What the fuck? Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so shocked, Dave? That show's garbage. <laughs> I've never seen a single episode. <laughs> You've never watched one second of that show? Come on. I've never seen it. Uh, all right. Well, that's... No, please. No, this is your moment to shine. <laughs> you you asked me to go first. I did. Yeah. I did. So, please. No, this great. This show... If we were ambivalent, if we were like have no opinion, it would be pretty lame. So, yeah, it'd be boring as shit. I love that you hate this without ever having seen it. <laughs> this is like our favorite uh, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like we're all just like sitting in this moment of me having said that. Um, I, there are a few shows I've spent more time thinking about than this show. Uh, and I'll tell you why. The first season came out the first season came out when I was in college. I just started college. And then I transferred. No. Yeah, I was in college. 
and uh, moved into a house with some other guys. And season two was about to start. And one of the guys, or a couple of guys in my house were like, you got to watch this show. It's very, very good. And then season one of Lost won the Emmy for best drama that year. Like it, it's, it was great. So I, I watched that on, again, like DVD or whatever. And then starting the beginning of season two, everyone in my house got watched it every single week together. And this was the time when they were doing like ARGs and stuff like out of the, outside of the show and the internet, like on the internet, and like what's this mystery? And here's a clue on a fake website. Oh, okay. And it's all this. So the show had all this built in mythology that a bunch of college kids were sitting around with legit nothing to do, but like speculate right. and go yeah, on. Fucking, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. exactly. It was one of the, probably one of the first so, as far as in the social probably. element of. Yeah. Right. That's when NBC was on the cusp of pop culture. That was ABC. That show was on ABC. <laughs> it was ABC? Okay. Yeah. That show was on ABC. Um, it had incredibly good p- production value. The characters are all really, really deep. And the way that they show you how deep they are is they do, they kind of, I don't say they invented a flashback, but like they introduced this flashback um, uh, effect, the device to, to tell the story so that every episode focused on an individual character and tie something in their history to what was going on on the show. And it just gave you all this background and explanation of like their motivations and you got to really know all of them. Um, it was also a, a, a network show. So you were seeing 20 something episodes per season. So you spent oh, yeah. a lot of, t- a lot of oh, time with for, these yeah, people. That's a good point. I remember that network shows had like 20 to 22 episodes a season, which is not something that you're used to if you watch like HBO. Not anymore. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I think even some, some network shows are like shorter runs or whatever, but like it's a cable and premium model. So mm-hmm. yep. this show is like, it has hugely amazing production values. It was super cinematic. It was like exciting and it was funny. It was thrilling and it was really sad at the end and, and all this stuff. Now, was it convoluted? Yes, it absolutely was. Did it not deliver on its promises? No, it did not deliver on its promises. Do, does my opinion of that last season and the last couple of seasons change every couple of years when I think about it? Yeah, it does. Right now I'm thinking, mm, it's not that great. <laughs> but I fucking love this show. And I I could not recommend it more if you just bear with how weird and uh, insane Well, Chris, I'm going to make a comment that those listening to this first episode of a podcast will not understand because I'm, I, I am reaching back through all of our pre-first episode podcasts where it seems as though you have a sentimental value to, to a lot of these shows. It sounds like the experience of watching the show is super awesome, right? It was who you're watching it with. It's who you're talking with it about. It's all of that, whether or not the actual literal content and performance of the show was amazing or not. was almost irrelevant. Like you had this really cool experience watching that show. It, I think that's I think that's a big part of the show, but I would also argue that this is an incredibly high quality right. show, and like it's not bad. It's not like this and fucking like Heart of Dixie or Cougar Town are on the same oh, level. God. Like this is a good show. Like Heart of Cougar Town. It's not is as good as some other shows. Well, yeah, I mean it's it, it's a show where this is what blew, made JJ Abrams blew up. JJ Abrams, sorry, blow up. You know. And now he's like he's like in our lives every fucking day now because of Lost, <laughs> the success Lost, of Lost. And, and Alias. He was also responsible for Alias, which this is really sh- actually kind of this this one brought Damon Lindelof into your life. Oh yeah, who did which leftovers? I like a and, lot. Yeah. See, I watch I watch um, Alias. See, I watch, I didn't watch like, Alias. 
hard part of it because like there's only one Jennifer reason I Gardner watched Aliens. Like, or was Dude. it what's it? No, Jennifer Garner. Right. When she was like tw- twenty like years old. Which was the Jessica Alba show? Oh, Dark Angel. Oh. <laughs> I watched yeah. that. It's not in your list. I watched that. <laughs> Believe me. So so that's my number three Barbara. show. I recommend you watch Lost. I've seen it. I've rewatched it. We were talking about rewatching I'd watch before. It. I, 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 I would watch I would go in and, and, and watch uh, well, it. Well, the now. fact that you've rewatched I watched it six or seven oh, times. Well, okay. So that absolutely validates <laughs> like when you were when you can rewatch it that many times, it kind of overcomes that sentimental part where there's some sort of real like I'd go in with fresh eyes and be like, you know, I'm I'm gonna see what it what it, what's about, you know. Because I yeah. I know about it a tiny bit, but not enough to skew what I my judgment on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I didn't say anything about the plot. Yeah, I didn't say anything about the story. It gets a little weird. There was a writer's strike in the middle of the show that affected <laughs> oh the show. Stuff right. happens. Right. Just go with it. Just go in knowing that stuff, and you'll have a fun time. And Evangeline Lilly <laughs> goes without saying. <laughs> Dave, why don't you why don't you go right, next? I'll go why next. Tell us your number I three. feel like my, I feel like if you were to pick a random person off the street, I feel like there's a very good chance I am I am speaking to the center here. My number three is Mad Men. I mean, it's a great choice. I, great I, choice. I just I mean there there's <laughs> you just can't go wrong with this. I just, it's I will say there have there are definitely moments in the entire series where it has these little moments where I'm like, is it jumping the shark? Is it doing something, you know, whatever it kind of comes back and you, and you, and you get back into the vibe of it, but God, I love this show. (laughs) It's so good. It's great. Have you rewatched that show? Um, I have not rewatched it. Like I think I've watched every episode. I've watched some a couple different times. I may have watched a season twice. I've not like sat back and rewatched the entire thing front to back. Right. Me, me neither. And I've only seen Mad Men the one time when it aired. Right. But I, I still have such a, such a positive vibe towards the entire show. The writing is like unbelievable. It's super moody. There's a lot of the show is people just kind of like looking sad or looking at each other in a sad way. Like that's just part of the show. There's all of the, the cultural subtext going on and like, the Kennedy assassination happens while Roger's daughter gets married. I think like that's just going on in the background and they like, you know, they sort of like tip to different moments and it's, it's so smart. It looks so cool. It introduced us to John Hamm and Christina Hendricks and Elizabeth Moss in like a real way. January um, Jones too. I, and January I mean, Jones. Yeah. So like, um, the, all of the characters are super strong. I completely agree with you. I, I will I will let you know like this is number two sure. on my list. Like so I don't need to go to my no, this is this is my number I, two show. There's a very good chance I that my three overlap show. all of your you know in some degree. This show is number two. <laughs> no, it, it, Fuck you guys. No, it um <laughs> the other thing that I, I remember I remember and I, and I actually made the mistake of actually saying at one point in time is I was thinking of Don Draper in his moments of where he shined in, at in business. Where he shined presenting something, and he shined oh, or present, whatever his presentations where he like oh like the, blows the, the, them the away carousel so good the, like these things so right good. and I, I I'm like and I had said this somewhere I'm like Don Draper is like my is like who I want to be 
But in the context of everything else he does, I was like, <laughs> yes, oh, wait, you are. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Blue eyed Don Draper. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, I fucked that up. <laughs> not a not a role model, yeah, Don no. Draper. Should not be no, a role model. Like in those moments, like, in, in that show, those moments where I think I was most impressed with or engaged with in those particular scenes, I kept wanting to see him be amazing from a business perspective or like delivering on what he's good at. Like I wanted to see that. Yeah. But wouldn't you also say that part of, and maybe this is, maybe this is just me, but there were moments on that show where Don would start to become a quote unquote better person and he would like kind of get his act together and not be so philanderous or so whatever dismissive of people and he would get better and better and better. And then something would happen and he would go sleep with somebody at randomly and you'd be like, he's back, baby. Don's back. He's getting it. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I don't know. I, th- I feel Don, like in some instances, obviously he's the most complex yeah. person, interesting person. Like, yeah, the show's revolves around him as you know. For 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 me, the story arc was him succeeding, and the show tr- basically tried to do that through a roundabout way of him creating the Coke, the famous Coke commercial. Like it was all about that his brilliance in that industry and in, in advertising. And I wish there was a little bit more of that. And I find that true with other shows, like other like like for example, like Genevieve love the show suits i've watched it it's about lawyers it's very it's fluff your wife it's fluff but there are moments in that show where it's like all right like there's the punch like there's the like you know like the kind of the adrenaline they know what they're doing they're gonna kick your ass type of moment and i want and there was a lot of that in mad men which i loved i wish there was a little bit more a little bit more of that so i totally for i just want to say you know that show, I think we all agree, is a great show. Yep. I don't know. I just agreed that uh, I will say of two shows. There's been two shows that I remember specifically because this is the back in the day of the of the Blu-rays or the DVDs through Netflix mail that I would wait and hope there was like the next disc of. And two there's two shows. One was Dexter, and one was Mad Men. And I was like, Man. I was so amped to like watch the next fucking Mad Men. And when I got home from like work, that was like, I couldn't wait to get home and like watch the next like one or two episodes. Absolutely. I watched yeah. at least the first three seasons on DVD that yeah. I was getting from Netflix. I was like, oh, I got to just plow. That's how I got so through the day good. at work. I was like, yeah, when yeah. I get home, I get to watch like fucking like one or two episodes of Mad Men. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave, you actually mentioned like, oh, He's so good at like I'm excited to see him like do business things. Like I started watching Mad Men just as I was starting business school, and I was like, "Is that it? <laughs> is that how you do it? If you and live the, in the and 60s, the answer is yes. <laughs> no, the if you have that level of suave and that level of I I and handsomeness, and you lived in New York, <laughs> yeah, and you're a millionaire in the 60s. No, I don't know. Like there there was a level of confidence that translates in dialogue and translates in interactions with people 
that can't be compensated through whatever the fuck experience you've had, whatever degree you have. Like there is something innate to what he was trying to act through. That was just amazing. So. And that's why the, the show was so, was so popular. I mean, I think that people felt that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So mine three is going to be one that you guys know for sure. And it's the wire. That's your number three show. Number three show. You're saying there are two shows better than The Wire. That I like better than The Wire. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm the first one to mention this show. Um, I mean, if I thought about it enough, it would probably, like, start creeping up the list. But I'm like, it's in the top three, for Christ's sake. I mean, what the fuck? Right. I mean, on a different day, it could be a different number, right? So, like, I sent you guys like this hype video or this tribute video, and I must have watched it like ten no, or twelve I times. I watched all of it <laughs> because it encapsulates the show in a large degree. Like, you, watching that hype video brought back so many things I didn't remember, or and it covers a wide range of the see. Yeah, I, I that was fun. Yeah, for people who, who who haven't seen it, it, what you sent, it's like literally just a highlight reel of the show set to music, basically, right? right. Just like and, key scenes I, from I every season. I love the fact that like it goes, like the music pipes down for a second and it has like a little clip from the show of somebody talking. And it's all stuff that if you watch the show and you love it, you totally remember every, yeah. <laughs> you remember the scene, you remember yeah. like the context of the scene. Yeah. Like if you've never seen the show, you probably, it wouldn't mean anything to you. But if you know the show right. and you love it, you're going to know what like what was going on at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like Omar, I mean I mean so there's basically clips from like Omar um McNulty obviously uh like I love that clip from the um what's the guy who says like it's bullshit. He's like it, when we when we fuck them up no. <laughs> that was see that's the perfect ending. She, Clay she, Davis. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> the that crooked politician meme to death but like the characters on the show are just how many good characters could you have in one show like i mean 50 between on this show bubbles, like- between bubs between mcnulty i mean if lester people, freeman people should know the show but it's like it's cops and criminals and each side is equally represented and it's equally unbelievably amazing this show was the career starter for how many different people like it's it's you if you rewatch this now like oh idris there's from top to bottom there are people you have seen that are in shows to to this day like oh yeah they're in the wire oh they're in the wire so many great it, it speaks to the casting of the show of the level of actors and actresses that are in this show that have been it's like David Simon. I don't know how involved he was with the casting, but he, yeah. whoever did it, was yeah. perfect. I mean, was it Michael B. Jordan? Was like that young, the young kid in the season one? Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that in the clip. I was like, oh fuck, that's him. Yeah, he's um. I can't remember. I mean, it's been a while since I've rewatched Wallace. The Wire. Wallace. Where is Wallace? That's right. Yeah. Where's Wallace String? Yeah. When he gets out, he's like, "Where's Wallace String? Where's Wallace?" He's like, "Don't yep. worry about that, man." Where's the kid? And that whole D'Angelo, the whole D'Angelo storyline in that season is so heartbreaking. Yeah. I watched this other clip where, like, they have the whole thing. Remember remember the scene with between McNulty and McNulty and uh, D's mom? Where he's like, he's like, hey, you, I heard you were asking, telling my girl that he wasn't, he didn't commit suicide. He, he was murdered. 
And at the end, he's like, why did you go to her and not me, his mother? And I'm like, I honestly, I was going, I was trying to talk to someone who cared about the kid, not someone who make them take the years. And he like just walks out. Yeah. Mm. I was like, oh, fuck. I remember that scene. Remember she starts, he's like bawling right after he, leaves, he walks out of the room. Yeah. I mean, that show was full of moments like that. Just these like crushing um, uh, conversations between people. I mean, like everything about that show is unbelievable. It's one. And like people, we talked earlier about like, oh, what's your favorite season of this and that? And like, there are standout seasons within The Wire, but the whole thing is like, it's a five chapter book. Like that's the way I think about that show and like no other show. Yes. Because everything is so- intentional. Exactly. He wanted, he meant it to go five and it went five. Exactly. And like every single moment is connected to a later moment or a previous moment in a way that gives everything that happened so much more meaning. And I didn't really realize that until I rewatched it. Because like the first time you're in there, you're like, oh, uh, this is fun. This is interesting. These characters are cool or whatever. And then you get to season four or three, four and five. And you're like, oh, that's a callback to something in season one, actually, I think. And then you go back to season one and start over and you're like, oh my God, they said they had this plan the whole time. And that's a it's rare like, thing for, t- I feel like TV shows, that's not a common thing. Absolutely right. Um, they don't call back to past seasons often in TV shows. And when they do, I'm like, yes, yes. And real fans are always, they have that reaction, I believe. They're like, they're like, oh shit. He just mentioned what Francois said in season one. Right. Right, yeah, there there are little like lines that characters repeat to kind of drive home a certain point or whatever. So, um, the one the ones I always like Omar is obviously like a huge person in the show. Like everyone is afraid of him. Yeah, I would say no with Omar because there's a there there is a theme for shows that I like. If we go to movies, one of the one of the movies that I Actually, the movie I love the most is True Romance. And there's there's a commonality between Kevin Bacon's character in that movie and Omar, which is the fact that they literally don't give a shit about the world around them. Like, they have this confidence and this no fear element that they don't, that, that, that whatever bullshit's going on around them, they basically push through it. And people are then are, are, are afraid and react to the fact that they have no fear. Kind of like that Hannibal, yes, wa- Hannibal they, walking they have, through the pigs. They have so much fear in, with them. Right. Like Hannibal walking that through the pigs. That when they meet him, like it, like they're like, can't understand it. There's no fear. It. They can't react yeah. to it. And it's, the, and I just like, it's amazing. I, that concept is incredible to me. And Omar has that, you know. In that video, remember, I always remember that scene where he's testifying and he, he basically is wearing his like same sh- shit he always wears, but with like a, a tie Clip on tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's, he said, what is that line? He says, he's like, he's like, uh, you know, you got this, you got the briefcase. I got the shotgun, but it's all in the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Classic quote from that. Show, yeah. yeah. And the people who are the defendants know the, exactly what the fuck he's talking about. Like probably it's lost on like everyone else in the courtroom, but right. They know they're crooked right. the same way that he's supposed to be. He's supposedly crooked, but he's just, Playing the game just in another way. Right. Absolutely. That's what the show points out. You know, the whole thing about Stringer trying to be like, you know, a straight businessman, but he's still like fucking murdering, like ordering the murder of D'Angelo in jail and like betraying his friends. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I, 
I, so I wrote down a few characters like Omar, Chris. Remember Chris, the fucking like hitman? Chris Partlow. That guy is, he's like the epitome of evil in a show to me. He is, he has no soul. No soul. Nope. Remember the guy that like kills the people for the Barksdale clan and he like puts their bodies and like mm-hmm. staples up the doors and puts like lime on their bodies? Yeah. That guy is fucking crazy. He's like Snoop. He's friends with, he's like with Snoop. He and Snoop are like a team, yeah. And uh, the character of Daniels, love that guy. But yeah. Uh, but talk about being typecast. He is that, he is that in every <laughs> he's show. He's a cop. In Bosch. In that's because like, that's because Dave saw Bosch. No, and there's been more though. There's been, but I think he's also that same character on uh Fringe. He is. Oh, shit. That, that's him in every show ever. He is the cop, you know, the captain. He's a cop with he has like a judgmental look on his face all the time. That's I think that's yeah. why stern. He's very stern looking. And then, like, Kima, I always remember her. Remember with the, the season where she gets shot doing like the undercover. It was wild. Um, and then Stringer is, he's like a character that you can't forget. All time. All timer. Stringer Bell. So that's my uh, number three. Absolute solid number three. Uh, we're on to my number two, which is, which was Dave's number three. So we don't need to spend time on me talking about Mad Men some more. Dave, what is I, I, your number two? This is where we are in this like spin cycle. Because number two for me is is right is the wire, like so we're like very we're, this good. Is, this is the confirmation bias part of part of yeah. The show. This is the echo yeah, chamber yeah, of echo TV chamber, shows, yeah. right? So we love we love Mad Men and we love the wire. Hey Russ, what's your number two? I can only I can't imagine we're what just it gonna could move possibly on. be. <laughs> well, I mean, what this else is, needs to be said right, at this point? I mean, it makes me want to rewatch The Wire right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I actually kind of do now. I kind of want to. Re- I'm gonna because I'm. I actually am still the person who buys the physical media of shows that because I just want to be able to watch them whenever I want, no commercials, mm-hmm. in high def. So mm-hmm. I own most of them. The Wire is not is I still don't own, but I will. I never owned the Wire DVDs. I only had I, I had a bunch, but not not that one. Um, so my number two is this is going to be the one that I would bet like literally if I had a, like a hundred million dollars, I would bet not going to be on your top three list. A hundred million dollars <laughs> is called is a show called Angel. <laughs> I, well, OK, I, like it, Buffy's it, Angel. No, yes, it, it's I, that's my second I number two show. I guessed it, but it wouldn't have been on my list. I could have totally guessed that was on your list. I'm not sure I had any idea that you even were See, aware of that show. Obviously, Dave has a little bit more inside knowledge on this than you do. Evidently. I, no, I've known, you, I've, I've known you love the show. And I, I've actually have taken it into consideration to try to actually watch the show. That's just never, that's never happened. <laughs> like, I've never actually watched it, but I know you've liked it a lot. I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty sure neither of you have ever seen one episode of the show, but not, not, not one minute of that show. Okay, I'm aware so, that David Boreanaz is on it. So That's I've never seen Lost, so I guess we're even. I guess so. Except this is my number. So this show, I'll just basically, if 
people don't know or Chris doesn't know. This is like yeah, explain it. it to it's, me, a, it's a spinoff of Buffy. I knew that. Part. Um, it's not like Buffy though, because I'll tell you right now, Buffy I was not a fan of because it's a little too campy and a little too like you know romantic, a little too Joss Whedon-y. Yeah, it's more about like her relationships and like whatever else. Mm-hmm. So one of her one of her squeezes on the show is Angel, which he's an he's a vampire, but he has a soul because he he was cursed by gypsies. Back of course, of course. In like 1888 or whatever, he was cursed by gypsies to have a soul. Oh. And his his reaction to getting a soul is to want to repent for all of the murder and because dist- he apparently he was like the worst of the vampires he like just annihilated everyone (laughs) yeah (laughs) so the show starts out when he's it's like modern day and he's in like los angeles this is after he's left buffy and they're not no longer a couple oh spoiler uh so basically the show is like him like fighting demons and like under like crazy monsters and stuff and like chopping them up i don't know in my head, it's like it. I think of it as like that show Supernatural, which is like those two guys that chase. They like fight creatures the whole yes. like every episode. Um, like, is it that? But before Supernatural started, I never watched that show. I mean, th- this show is just it's kind of like it's one of those shows where it has like some it has like some funny humor in it. There's like s- s- several like amazingly hot chicks in it. Um, he. Is he's kind of like a brooding, like Batman kind of like Bruce Wayne character. Oh, so he was more like happy go lucky. No, he's Maybe more like David he's trying to repent for his past crimes, right? Oh, that's like the premise of the show. And then he also, they come up with these like, because it's, you know, it's a Josh Whedon show, it's a spinoff, right. but it's still a Josh Whedon show where he's like always oh, fighting like these like crazy demons and like entities and like. I don't know. I think it's a, I think it was well done. I can't, I can, I don't know sure if either of you would be interested in it whatsoever. Where can I watch this show? But I'm telling you, I have watched that show more than any show ever on television. Really? (laughs) I've watched every season about like 10 times. All right. So you know (laughs) what I'm talking about with lost then. Yes. Yes. This is my lost. I guess if you want to say that, I guess so. Like I, Um, I, cause I have, I have every season on DVD. (laughs) How many seasons was it? It was five. That's it. I feel like the show was on forever. And and I have to tell you this. It's another one where like the last season is like kind of dog shit. (laughs) Run out of steam. Does it end? Does it end satisfyingly? Pretty much. They, they kind of. Okay. I feel like because before it had like this, it had this whole like mythology they wanted to follow in the first four seasons, and then in the last season, someone was like, "Oh, we're gonna make it more like an episodic show, where you're uh-huh. not following a mythology." It's the it's a Witcher, so it became like kind of crap. And they also yeah. introduced like Spike from the Buffy show. I guess to try to like introduce make, make, make other people want to watch. Yeah. Which he's fucking annoying and lame. Um, yeah. He's like, you know, the bleach blonde British dude. Uh, Vague awareness of this. Yeah. Who, I guess who, who else is on the show? So Xavier Boreanaz, it's Charisma Carpenter who plays Cordelia. She's an also another holdover from Buffy. Uh-huh. She's actually pretty good. She's pretty funny on the show. 
She's like the ditzy like girl who like help helps him connect with the mortal world. If you want, if, if but I know I'm not selling it to you guys, but well, hopefully, fan, really. hopefully, hopefully, if you have like one other fan that like likes. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you haven't seen a second of the show. I've, like, I've I will tell you now, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Buffy, mm-hmm. uh, but I love I love Angel. Great, good number two. All right, I don't know. Okay. Let me the DVDs. I, I, I feel I like know. we are all 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 heading toward the same the, the same crash ending to this exercise. But before we get there, I think you're I, wrong. I know you. I know you're going to come up with like. Something he's going to come up with something we never heard of. Russ and I are absolutely (laughs) ending on the same dead end. Hey, fuck you! Chris is going to come up with (laughs) something we never heard of. Watch. Is it? Do I get to go? Are you setting something up? No, my my setup. My setup is actually this is a wild card here. Okay, of what everyone thinks or you kind of know that's out there as far as what's supposed to be at the top 50, top 100, top whatever shows. Yeah, let's let's discuss what what have you before Chris says anything. No, no. No, let's no. Let's discuss what people Fucking might have. Shut up. No, is is what have you have not watched? People will be like, "Oh, I've watched X." It's a great example is actually with with Russ your pick. I've never seen a I've maybe I've seen a episode of Angel. I've never really watched it. But in general, of shows that people may you would expect them to say oh everyone's going to say the wire everyone's going to say the sopranos everyone's going to say whatever like there's things that like, kind of what like, i just wanted you can to expect. say no but my question is what have you have not watched right so like one show that i i, I have heard friends say that they love that i have not watched but i want to watch is freaks and geeks i've never seen it before Dave, I'm sorry. I'm gonna punt. I'm gonna punt on this right. question. I don't have a good answer. We're for you jumping right, now. right to the t- to our number ones here. Number ones. All right. Do let's number go to ones. my number one. Are you ready? Yes. Why are we Why are we making this difficult? It's the wire, you guys. It's the wire. <laughs> the show is the wire. The number one show is the wire. We already talked about yes, it. Yes. It's the, yes. <laughs> it's the best show. We all know it. So I don't need to belabor this. You heard me before. It's amazing. I love this show. I'm happy to talk about the ranking characters, ranking ranking seasons. Uh, You're not going to get any meanings. argument over here. Yeah, uh, th- that's it. Uh, I'm not sure you can top it. Honestly, if if one of you, like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, yeah. So what you're, so just some, summate your number three, your three picks. Lost. Okay. We'll do that. We'll do that at the end. We'll do that after everybody right. goes. And then, the, and then the honorable mentions. Correct. Dave, what is your number one show? Mr. Robot. <laughs> no, are you no, kidding me? Totally kidding. Oh my God. But it's like somewhat believable. That's Season you believe one it. is amazing. Everything else is bad. Season one is great. I love the pause there. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, it's totally, it's totally Game of Thrones. I mean, come on. Game of Thrones is the end. It's, it's over. It, despite how bad the last season was. I have never seen, I have never seen content like the previous season seasons between casting could not have been better. And also, and to preface, I have, I I had prior to the first season, 
I had read every book prior. Like this was on my radar for a very long time. I was hyped. Yes. For a long time. For sure. and the fact that it met my, you told me about yeah, it. So you told the me fact about that it. it met my expectation going in. Like it actually exceeded what I thought it could be. Had this riding high for a very long time. And, and the reason why it's still at the top is where this fell to the floor is when the Martin content stopped and they had to figure it out is where it fucking fell in its face. Like, I don't, you know. And dumb and, and dumb and dumber took over. And dumb and dumber took over. So that that's my number one by a mile. Love it. Definitely no uh <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything about that because it's my number one. <laughs> yeah. So I I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Chris was uh, prepared to be annoyed by this. I was I I set my expectations. I knew at least Russ was gonna say it was his favorite show ever. I wasn't sure about Dave. I thought it might make your top three. I know I was going to say your favorite show of all time. I like Game of Thrones, but for the reason <laughs> the, I really like it, oh I spent a lot of time God. similar similar to Lost. I spent a lot of time oh. speculating, thinking about, absorbing, like um, uh, ingesting like podcasts and and all sorts of like history. And I read all the books after I started watching the show. And I remember Dave. I remember the year that the show was going to come out. Three months earlier, we're like. I am so fucking excited for Game of Thrones. The books are amazing. You cannot miss this show. And I was like, okay, I'll watch Game of Thrones. And like, that was it. And I was like, totally in. But what you said about it falling off a cliff is A, something you should not say about a show that is like the best show. Uh, And B, like shows you that it relied so much on the source material to drive everything that that in their own hands and the people who are actually running the TV show, they couldn't take it over the finish line. They couldn't. Everyone knows this. And it wasn't the last season. It was like the last two, maybe two and a half seasons. I'm sorry. Like the last, the only last, the last episode season. could have been Jon Snow. Oh, and only the last eight, the only the last five episodes of the last season. What was, so, I remember when this show came out and the episodes would drop and Russ, like you would come over for most of these. The show would end. And that dude, I went over and, for your house for every and then episode. HBO would play the same <laughs> it would play the episode again. So we would watch every episode twice. Like basically back to in back a, in, in a, a row. row. <laughs> yeah. And just like just blown away by the acting and commitment to whatever was going on was just so mind blowing that I there is not literally in my mind nothing in comparison between the wire and whatever the fuck. It doesn't even matter. Like there was just something so incredible happening in those. Like the last season could have been like Jon Snow shitting in his mouth for eight episodes. It still would have been like like a top. Like it was unbelievable. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, Chris has his raised I'll stop, his hand I'll raised stop. so. Counterpoint to the acting yeah. comment. Um, just generally, sand snakes. Okay. Defend. I dare you. Sand snake? Silence, by the way. Everyone listener. doesn't like that that battle scene when they first meet the sand snakes and uh 
Yeah. Who has the who is the most beautiful girl in the world? You are. Not good. Not good. But I tell you, the end scene with Cersei and the Sand Snakes was pretty fucking fucking good, man. The part where she has them in the dungeon and she gives her the same poison that she gives Brutal. she gave it to her daughter. Brutal. And she's like, I if you if you do not eat, we will force feed you. And you will you watch your daughter turn into a skeleton, basically. That was <laughs> fucking crazy. There's some vicious shit on that show. Like that's where Cersei I, is the best. She is fucking no, insane. The villains in this show is what makes it incredible. Cersei, the Hound, and, and the Hound's complicated. Oh my god, he's a villain and not a there, villain. Dude, Mike, there's we're talking about the Wire with characters. This this show has more characters in the Wire that are like amazing, in my mind. And the, and and that is George R. R. Martin. Like that is. That's his particular brilliance that's in the book. And what I cannot wait to read when these next fucking books come out. Like, how does this uh. really play out? Like, it it totally, it was so obvious on when this show petered out to be like, all right, we got to, like, bring this to a conclusion. Like, how would, you know, I don't know, how would, whatever, how, how do we finish this shit? So, you know? so, so Dave, what I... I'm just going to make my uh, opinion on this. So like this show has 73 episodes. Okay. To me, only the last three are, sh- are terrible. Okay. I'm with you. Actually. I, I did not hate the entirety of the that last means season. 70 episodes were like unbelievably amazing. <laughs> that makes for the number one show. <laughs> and an alien lands on this planet and goes, Show me your best, your best. Show me your best shows. Right, we're we're being judged. (laughs) Like for me, I'm fucking playing them this shit. I'm playing them Game of Thrones. Absolutely playing Game of Thrones. I look. Hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to deny you this moment, you guys, like for Chris, you to Chris share like in your favorite so show right. together. I love I'm this show. This I really like this bad. show. This is why people I, hate millennials. <laughs> <laughs> you old fuck. Yeah, whatever. I'm playing MASH. Fine, I'll take that. Fuck I'll you. take that shit. I don't give a fuck. He liked Lost better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I spent... So much time thinking about and caring about Game of Thrones. I feel like they punched me in a bunch of private areas. Uh, but hey, it's a good show. Fair Got enough. It. I'm not, well, this is not, this is not like convince me. This is your favorite guy. This guy's favorite show. I get it. You gotta love the books. Good characters. Exciting. Hey, big budgets. A lot of cool shit. I really like the show. I just don't think it's in my top. It's definitely not in my top three. Fine. Fuck you. Well, yeah, okay, good. I'm glad we're gonna fight <laughs> That's now. Wild. How would nobody be? This is the convince me podcast. Oh, it's ridiculous! Ridiculous. <laughs> no, dude. So let's recap our top three. So, you wait, didn't even say your t- number one yet, did you? He did. Didn't you say it was also this? Yes, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, he said that before. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> so many eye rolls coming my way. Can I say why though? I mean, please. I mean, just because of what Dave said. I mean, it's, it's 
<laughs> there's all, that was so worth it. It's so... Jesus. To me, there, out of 73 episodes, only three bad ones. They may be the last three. But I have... Like, even, even the last season, even the first three episodes are good. Even though there's the third one is too dark, which is the one with the battle of Winterfell. But remember how... I was blown away by how good... Remember the second one? The second episode is unbelievable. And I I have to tell you, one of my favorite moments of the entire series is the first episode where Jamie looks and he sees Bran standing there at the very, very end of the episode. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> the, the, the first episode of the last season. Yes. Because you, if, you, if you're a huge fan and you watched it all the way from the beginning... And oh he yeah, pushes yeah, yeah. him out of the window. That's the first time they encounter each other in what like eight years of Showtime, basically. And, right? and you know, like when Bran is, like, they're like, "Why are you out here?" And he's like, "I have to meet an old friend." That's so good. <laughs> and then at, he gets off his horse, he gets down, and he looks over, and he sees Bran sitting there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> no, but then the night of the seven, seven kingdoms might. Is like the second episode. one of my favorite episodes ever. Yeah. And that's in season, you know, the last season. That part, is, you know, is the whole the part around the, around the fire around where the they're fire, talking right, and, you know, before you know the fight, right? They're singing, they're drinking, they're telling stories, yeah. they get, she oh gets knighted. God. Like, I was really, that the part when she gets me, knighted, it's like, if you're not, I was like tearing up. If you're not tearing up, I'm not, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> That was an incredible <laughs> moment. It was a really, really good moment on that show. And and like she, he has this like huge smile on her face during when yeah. that happens, and you never see her do that. Right, she looked very kind of. She's so gruff, so like the that. entire series. I don't yeah. know. I desperately hate the bells and the last episode, <laughs> but the series, but like what what they were saying, the casting is. 99.9999% perfect. I'm sorry. Like if casting if the casting was good. I, all right. What other movies and shows can you think of where casting is so incredible? Like when you think I, I the first thing that comes to mind, right? Could you get a better casting for Iron Man? I don't think so. To me it's perfect. Like it, perfect. it's the perfect representation of the character. And it's amazing. Is there a better representation or casting of Christian Bale Batman? I, for me, I love it. It's 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 exactly who I want Batman to be. Perfect. It's perfect. Game of Thrones did this for every fucking character in the entire yes. show. It was unbelievable to me. Like, I mean, so I actually made a list. I made a short list right on my paper here. Like. Think about this casting for these characters. Tyrion, it could not be beat. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Amazing, yeah. That made the series. It did. Tywin, <laughs> how good was Charles Dance? He was amazing. Yeah. Arya, Sansa, Bronn, yeah. <laughs> Littlefinger. Oh, Littlefinger was fantastic. So from our from our other from, favorite show, The from Wire. When I've read from when I read the book. <laughs> Right. So there was characters I had in my mind of like, I, I had a, I had 
so not associated with, but like I had in my mind of who they were supposed to be. Who surprised me was Littlefinger. Littlefinger was off my radar. And it was and and his representation of that character surpassed any expectation I had for the show. Like it was amazing. So Jorah. How good was Jorah during the whole series? Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Ended up being right. like basically my favorite character of the whole series. His transformation. And Varys. Oh my god, yeah. The spider. Could you find could you think anyone playing Varys except for No? Yeah. Like that that's I don't know. I, I think what I, honestly, Russ, like you're getting to the point. Like this is exactly why I love this show so much, is that there are it's all character based. Like these particular characters, the depth in them, the performance of them, the whatever, it's it's surpassed whatever I thought they would be. Or honestly, I didn't think they'd be anything, but they turned out to be something amazing. <laughs> like, do you remember, remember the season where Tywin rides this horse oh my into God, the throne room and shits on the floor? And he's like, no, the, the, camera opens. the battle is over. The, we have the camera won. opens <laughs> and a turd falls on the floor. And that's the opening part of that scene. And the horse rides into the chamber. Yeah. Battle of Blackwater, man. Can you, when we watched that, I was literally like on the floor, like. <laughs> oh, my, my, Russ, my favorite part of any Game of Thrones part is especially when they said, you want mustard? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> He's talking about when we went to the concert, the Game of Thrones concert. You guys love the show so much. You saw the we music did. performed yes. live. We didn't pay, we didn't, yes, we did. We didn't pay for it, but we saw it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, we went there. <sighs> it was so great. You want mustard? Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Do you want mustard? Is <laughs> <laughs> it the Madison Square Garden? Someone uh, screamed play? out at Madison Square Garden. Fantastic. Oh, so, where are we? Have we blown our load now? Um, I, I need to go towel off. That's how uh, blown that load is. Um, so to recap, I think we should recap really quickly. We could spend time on honorable, honorable mentions if you want, just say the names of shows that we yes. like. That just didn't like rattle we off like a couple. Take a, take a five, five, five seconds to do that. So, uh, my top three are Lost, Mad Men, and The Wire. Unimpeachable. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> what did you have? Mine, I had... He doesn't run over. What I had the Simpsons. That's your bedtime. Gramps. (laughs) Cagney and Lacey. Right. Cagney and Lacey. Futurama. 60 minutes. (laughs) It's Futurama. Jeopardy. The Mad Mad Men, The Wire, and Game of Thrones. Mad Men, The Wire, Game of Thrones. Russ. Mine was The Wire, Angel, and Game of Thrones. And there you have it. I think this was a smashing success of an exercise. And what's your, uh, what's your number one and two honorable mention? Come on, Chris. One and two honorable mention. Yeah. You almost uh, have two. I have five. Whatever. I have six, but, but only mention two because I'll uh, Sopranos. murder you. Sopranos. Definitely Sopranos wow. on there. Okay. And <sighs> I, I, I'm, uh, I only want to say, I only want to say one. I will say Breaking Bad, but <sighs> shocker. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a, not a, not an easy show to rewatch. Sopranos, are, okay. So, Dave, 
What's your two honorable mentions? Come on. Do you not have them or you kind of on the spot? This this is on the spot. I don't know. I I like the Sopranos and Banshee. I fucking love Banshee. Good. Good ones. So mine are Mad Men and Miami Vice. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, I wish we got to talk about my advice. God damn. But it. that's for we can another time. Another Good for you, episode. man. Good choice. <laughs> Fucking stand by your shit. Good for you. I own all five seasons of Miami Vice. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Fucking love um, it. Well, I think we, we did, did it. it. We did it. We made it. Uh, and that's it. Tune in. Uh... Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Maybe don't tune don't. in. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys Bye. later. Tune Bye. in, motherfuckers. Bye.